Hello, friends. You're listening to Head Table Talk, a podcast all about the ins, outs, and in-betweens of the wedding industry. I'm Allie. And I'm Meredith. Now, join us at the head table. Hello. Hello. Why is my screen so dark? Is it dark for you? It's okay. This is a podcast. (laughs) It is? (laughs) Welcome to Head Table Talk, friends. I have a face for podcasting. (laughs) (laughs) So we are recording our intro anyways. We did our interview with Morgan earlier last week, but we're recording this part at 9.05 p.m. on Monday night because I just had to watch. my bedtime. I know. I know. I was going to say, thanks for staying up so late. Oh, my gosh. I just I had to watch the Dancing with the Stars finale live. I'm sorry. I have been following it all season. Have you watched every Monday? Every up. I don't usually I usually watch like Tuesday morning because we save it on our YouTube TV. But this time yawning over here. Um, I was just saying I've been following I follow Caitlin Bristow and I was following along on her Instagram, but I hadn't really watched before. Um, I assumed she would win just because she's got a big fan base, but then you never know if the producers have anything to do with it. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert, she did win. Oh, yeah, she did win. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I literally I- like screamed at the TV. In anger or excitement? I was surprised because like I like I told you, like Hannah Brown won last year. Right. So I feel like they wouldn't have two bachelorettes win back to back just because then people would be like, oh, it's rigged. Neve was so good too. He was so good, but I don't know if he has the fan base. I know. Because like I didn't even know Catfish was still on. <laughs> I know, right? Like he has a new co-host. Caitlin really wanted it. I and I mean she she has dance history too. I know. And, and I also think so ABC. Neve. Yeah. I think ABC kind of like owed it to her though, because she wanted to be on like right after she was the bachelorette. But then Mike Fleiss, like the yeah, said that. show, he was like, you need to be more focused focus. on your relationship with Sean than dancing. And, and then, then like Nick on Nick was on like the next season and she was like, What the frick? Like that's so sexist. What the frick? What the frick? <laughs> Do you watch um The Good Place? Yes. What, what the, the fork? fork? <laughs> yes, I love the good place. I'm sad so, it's over. How are you anyways? I am great. We are quarantined right now. Uh oh yeah, the last last podcast we talked about how we were going to do a friendsgiving, but mm-hmm. I decided to join it virtually. Unfortunately, with COVID, um just trying to be as safe as possible, but Meredith got me this so we did a gift exchange and it was a secret Santa, although we figured out who had who pretty quickly. Because there were only four, four of us friends in the group. So, so once, once you kind you of figure out, out one person, person. yeah. Um, and she got me this mug that has Arlo and Penny's face on it. I'll take a picture that I have yet to use besides that night because my husband is stealing it. <laughs> it's a He's cute mug. He's obsessed with it. Yes, it is very cute. It must have just been the year of like personalized things because I got socks with Marvin's face on them. Oh, yeah. And, and our other friend, friend Molly had a picture that I took of her like made into like, you know, like those digital drawing like cartoons. So 
yeah it was super cool um but yeah so didn't go to that but came virtually which was still fun like to be Mm -hmm. able to kind of be there and then shot a wedding this weekend and now quarantined again so I ordered my groceries to be picked up tomorrow actually and I'm gonna make us a ham and a big big meal so I'm pretty excited about it we're gonna post a picture of the turkey that mare made and so she sent creepy it. she sent it to me and i responded with barf because in all capital letters barf <laughs> barf <laughs> disgusting after it was seeing a that weird experience after seeing that i was like yep i'm good i'm gonna stick with my crock pot ham that yeah, is i was gonna say are you making good. ham oh yeah i rubbed that baby down with some brown sugar ali's going yeah. ham and then I cover it with maple syrup Ooh, and yum. a can of crushed pineapple. You do pineapple on your ham. Mm-hmm. And then you'll let it cook on low all day. So by the time you eat it, the house smells so good. Mm-hmm. That's I'm the gonna best try part it. about like making things in the crock pot is yeah, the house, the house smells good. Mm-hmm. And it <laughs> I used to I said to Joe the other day, it's normally when you leave the house and you come home and it smells good, but we're here all the time. So it's just like <laughs> right. we live in this good smell. Yeah. Um well he, I no, go ahead. My crock pot is on the first floor. So like when I'm up in my office, like I'll walk downstairs and I still get like hit with that. It doesn't travel up here as much. So yeah. Get and that wave. We have leftover er, mashed potatoes from the wedding that we froze Mm -hmm. so we're gonna just thaw those out use those up which will be good yeah I think I'm like Thanksgiving food out though from all the leftovers from our friends I'm sure I'm sure (laughs) like I still like for lunch today I literally had stuffing and mashed potatoes and gravy (laughs) it's not a stuffing fan so we're not doing that really I am making strawberry pretzel salad though Mm. have you ever had that it's is like it very jello with strawberries yeah. in it and like cream cheese and there's like a pretzel like, crumb base yes yeah mm-hmm. oh, so, so good, good. i know i'm so excited how was your weekend what did i even do this week i don't know i feel like i haven't talked to you in forever <laughs> didn't really do much yeah no? that's kind of nice yeah. oh i have a high for the week let's hear it we got a Roomba. Did you? Have you done yes. a DJ Roomba yet? Uh, well, we were going to name it DJ Roomba, but then we decided to name it Alfred instead. So Alfred has done two sweeps of the house so far, and it's incredible. Yeah. Would you recommend I'm, even with like hardwood floors? Yeah. I mean, you know, the majority of my house, the main mm-hmm. floor is hardwood, and it picks up really well, especially if you have, I mean, I don't think Marvin sheds, does he? No. No. But if you have pet hair or anything, we just live in a super old house and so do you. And I feel like I'll sweep or vacuum and then within two minutes, it's dusty again. So this is just especially like under our couch and bed. Yes. And I never get under there. mm -hmm. So I'm super pumped about that. And I realize that I'm really old if I'm this excited about a vacuum. I we registered for one for our wedding because I feel like it would be really helpful. Yeah. Except I had a low for this week. What? I don't know if I want to share this. Okay, well we can cut it out if you don't. 
but I want to hear it. So I woke up uh, yesterday morning, Sunday morning, and mm-hmm. Josh had left the house for something. I don't know what it was. And I I slept in and I woke up late and I walked out to the living room to go look at my plants like I always do in the morning. <laughs> and the night before, Josh and I had been playing video games. And so we fed Marvin a bunch of treats and it didn't sit well with his stomach. Oh, no. And he had an accident on our rug and it was very liquidy and I didn't see it. And I stepped right oh, in it. Oh, no. <laughs> Have you seen those memes about like people getting Roombas and it like carries the like dog poop around? Oh my gosh, I cannot imagine. I so that's I, my fear. I can't imagine because it does like it went over top of one of their plates of food that we had on the floor. So I was like, oh, this yeah. thing is kind of powerful. You don't expect it to be. But uh, so our cats like to drink out of cups and not bowls because they like to think that they're taking something from us because mm. they're dicks. And <laughs> so we just have like a glass of water on the ground in the kitchen. And I walked into the kitchen while Alfred was in there and it was just pushing the glass of water around the kitchen. <sighs> luckily it didn't knock it over. yeah luckily it didn't like fall on top of it i know if we get it for a day and i break it yeah oh god would have been bad no we went to um joe and i had gone to target a while back to i don't even oh we were getting hair clippers because i've been cutting his hair mm-hmm. and Joe wanted new towels, so he got new towels, and he was like, you can pick out a fun treat now, too. What do you want? And I was like, oh, maybe I'll get a mug or, you know, an apron because I need a new apron. And he was like, what about a robot vacuum? And I was like, you realize the price difference. (laughs) Yeah, exactly, right? You spoiling me. (laughs) I know. I was like, I need to take you to Target with me more often. (laughs) So you... I call or I FaceTimed you last Friday and I asked you what you were doing and you said you were getting wings. Yeah. And then you were going to watch Harry Potter, right? Yes. Yep. And then I FaceTimed my best friend, Lindsay, (laughs) also that night. And I was like, what are you doing tonight? She's like, watching Harry Potter. So we just finished the fourth one um we generally watch them all probably twice a year mm-hmm. joe got into this habit of every time before finals when he was studying he would watch all of them and he'd always do really well on his finals so now he's like we have to watch them a couple times a year at least because yeah. he misses it so last night i cut his hair and we finished the fourth one so now we're on my least favorite what yeah it's my okay but you haven't read the books i've listened to the audiobooks they leave out all of winky's storyline like the barty yes i know thing like is very confusing if you don't like they just do and like they also leave out ludo bagman like he's such a cool person it's my i think it's my third favorite but i think it's because I saw that one first, I okay. think. Yeah. You know when it's like your gateway drug? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's <laughs> your marijuana. My, Goblet of Fire Harry is like my gateway drug into Harry Potter. 
<laughs> oh goodness. So it it, it's like one of my least favorite my movies, heart. but one of my favorite books. So See, I I also was a huge Twilight fan. Oh, I'm a Twi hard. You yeah. have no idea. I had <laughs> Edward shirt. I did read all of those books. I, I went to all the midnight premieres. Yes. And for New Moon, I ended up having to leave the theater mid-show after waiting in line for forever because I had a fever of 103. <laughs> Turns out I had the swine flu. Do you remember the swine mm-hmm. flu? That Just last pandemic we, that we went through? I uh, I put that one in quotes, pandemic, <laughs> in comparison to this. Let's take a break, hear a Let's word from our sponsors and then a very long word from our sponsors oh wink wink (laughs) head table talk is sponsored by mc brow and lash studio a des moines based studio mc brow and lash provides services like keratin lash lift and tint brow design lash extensions and more and if you're like me and you're low maintenance and want to roll out of bed and look like a normal human I highly recommend Morgan is incredible. We've both gone to Morgan for her services and we're both obsessed. I've done the lash extensions as well as the keratin lash lift and I've basically sold my soul to eyelash extensions. So 10 out of 10 would recommend. Yes. So if you are interested in getting your brows or lash, just mention Head Table Talk when booking to receive $10 off your first appointment and you can find MC Brow and Lash Studio on Instagram at MC Brow Lash Studio. Head Table Talk is sponsored by No Clue How to Podcast, a new podcast where two cousins, Megan and Whitney, are experiencing a pandemic and wanting to laugh again. Laugh along as they talk bad 90s fashion, embarrassing stories, uterus cakes, and more. Follow them on Instagram at No Clue How to Podcast and listen wherever you find incredible podcasts. On today's podcast, we have a woman who goes by many names entrepreneur, artist, wife, mom, and to me, friend. She owns two crazy successful businesses. First is MC Brown Lash Studio. Hey there, sponsor, where she makes me and many others feel confident and beautiful. Second is her wildly popular handmade clay earring shop, Midwest Moons, which sells out immediately every time I try to snag a new pair. And she even makes bridal earrings. She is kind, creative, and sincere. Her home is something straight out of HGTV. Her son, Milo, is the cutest. Oh, I just love her so much. Please welcome to the head table, my friend, Morgan Coons. Wow, that was so nice. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, friend. I love it. Hello, friend. How How are are you? Oh, I'm great. I'm just cozied in my home with some coffee. What are you drinking? Just straight coffee, man. What are That's you drinking? That's your black star- coffee from That's Starbucks? your Starbucks? Yes. When I dropped my son off, I was like, oh, I'm just going to get some coffee. I need it today. Just plain we coffee. We ran out of coffee beans. So Josh is running over to Zanzibar's local coffee oh, place on love- Ingers Hall. Love Super close to our house. So I've good. never been, and yeah. we have a gift card to there from our chiropractor. They give us it's, like 
random gifts and that was one and I'm, we've never been there it's a really cool oh, spot a- they have huge plants in there too it's amazing yeah. meredith Such loves good. plants i do yeah. i do this podcast is going to be all over the place because obviously we want to talk business but we're also like all friends yes <laughs> it's going to be like tangents like left and right but anyways morgan welcome Thank you so much, Meredith. Thanks for having me, you guys. This is fun. Yes. It is so fun. excited. Everybody obviously hears about you every week because you're one of our sponsors. So it's exciting to actually have you on here so we can learn all about your background and both of your businesses. So yes. Well, yes. So you're a busy Thank woman. You. Busy, busy. Yeah. Yep. So you just <laughs> announced this morning due to COVID, you're not doing many more pop-ups with Midwest Moons, correct? Yes. So that is true. Um, I made the decision last night to just either cancel or postpone them all. I mean, anyone who lives local knows that COVID and Iowa is kind of getting worse again. And the governor came out with new restrictions, which I'm sure you guys know as wedding photographers, like your life is probably flipped upside down again um, with your businesses. So I just, I just decided it was the smartest thing to do to cancel all of that because I'm perfectly capable of just doing everything online anyway. So there's no point in taking that risk, Um, which I was already a little bit worried about even before, but it's so hard for me to say no when it comes to opportunities Mm -hmm. like that. Like homemakers is a huge local business. Um, and they, I mean, it's an amazing furniture store. I have a lot of my own furniture from there and they have black Friday as their busiest day of the year. And so they were inviting, they said about 12 businesses, small businesses, they were hosting to do pop-ups on black Friday, but several have backed out. So they said it wasn't just me, but I'm sure within the next week or so too, it's probably just going to get unfortunately worse and yeah, no, I think it's the smartest and safest thing for you yeah. and everybody. I can't imagine a lot of people will be going out for Black Friday anyway. Right, right. I, was thinking I know. About that. And to make people feel like they should to support, and it's like, oh, it's just all not necessary. So, yeah, I like the places that are doing Black Friday online sales. It'll be or- just like a whole like cyber. Monday long weekend essentially. I mean, yes. Target yeah. has been doing them online for the past like two weeks already, and the deals are as good as they would be on Black Friday. So I think if small businesses did that as well, it would make it a lot easier to, you know, support small businesses. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So. And that is nice that you do have, I mean, like as photographers, it's different because you're selling a product, whereas we're selling a service. So it's nice product wise that you can still sell online and you do sell out so fast. So oh my gosh. when was your first <laughs> drop with Midwest Moons? When did you first have product? Well, it's funny because actually I haven't thought about that in a long time. <laughs> my first launch would have been last October, November time. And I'm pretty sure that Allie was the first person to buy a pair of earrings because I had no idea what I was doing. I listed everything on Etsy and I was like, the drops tomorrow. But I was like, I didn't know how to do list products and like do that. So I was doing it the night before. 
And all of a sudden I got the notification that she purchased a pair and I was like, Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) But it was, it was awesome. She was like, I had to just get on and check it out. And so I'm pretty sure Allie was my first real customer. He broke the rules, but I was, yeah, it was my fault. I, again, like I said, no idea what I was doing, but, um, so yes, it started, I started Midwest Moons a little over a year ago, just with the idea that, I don't know, it's a mix of so many things. So being in the cosmetology industry, like in, in the Aveda world too, where I come from, where all the stylists are used to just wearing all black every single day. So we get really creative with hair and with jewelry and makeup and everything. So I've always been like a big statement earring lover. And um, it kind of just started with, coming across some clay earrings on Instagram and absolutely loving it and wanting to sell some in my store because I was so obsessed with all of the styles and colors and designs. And my husband is actually a ceramic artist. He went to school for figurative ceramics. That's what he majored in in college. And so he knows all about clay. And so I just threw the idea at him, like, what do you think about this? I don't know anyone who does it, anyone in the area that does it. And like, I would have all these ideas of styles that I'd want to do. Um, he was like, oh yeah, that's actually polymer clay. So, you know, you don't need a kiln for that. Basically polymer clay bakes at a really low heat or cures at a really low heat in your kitchen oven. So he was like, this is simple. Like I can show you how to work with it. I can show you what to get. Um, the tools that you need. And um, we just started messing around and playing with it, you know, just mostly because I wanted to sell it in my own shop. I wanted to make some for myself and sell some in my own shop. And then it was really just for fun, but um, kind of quickly grew a big following with it. And it blew up faster and bigger than I ever thought it would. And it's still just my fun little side gig, I guess, but it's, it's a lot of time and it's slowly well, it's not becoming tears. a side gig. It's, it's yes, crazy. it's almost like a full time gig in addition to my full-time other business. Gig. So yeah, yeah, which is awesome. I love it. It's so much fun. A lot of times people ask me if I want to, you know, start doing it full time. Which again, I mean, I I basically do half and half with both of my businesses. So I love the balance of that getting to see people in person and then also getting to work from home and just work by myself you know, jamming to some music, working with clay and creating some things. So yeah, I love it. So what is the thought process behind? Cause usually, and correct me if I'm wrong, but, but with each drop, it's kind of a different vibe, a different feel. So like, sometimes it's more like, I think the last time we had like a couple more like darker, like black pieces, cause it was around Halloween. Tell us your thought process behind like the different styles and colors that go into kind of each collection, so to say. Yeah. So I, I mean, I'm inspired by whatever's, you know, happening in the world at that time. So like, yes, right now I'm doing a lot of like sparkly shimmery pieces because, you know, we're coming up on Christmas and New Year's Eve, even though no one's going to be probably doing much. (laughs) It's still fun to like think about and dream about all that stuff. But I mean, I just definitely draw inspiration from like fashion and interior design, art, everything. So whatever um, colors I kind of just decide to start going with and working with, I really don't plan anything out. I kind of just wing it. So as things evolve and I start to like something, then I'll just stick with that and try to just make a whole collection that 
goes with that style or those colors or that vibe. And yeah, just try and make it cohesive. And I think that builds up a lot of excitement too with people as they see what I'm creating, then um, they just get excited about the colors and the styles. And yeah, yeah, it builds up that hype. And you're, you told me the last time we talked that you're potentially doing kind of more of a mass product, not mass, but like more of certain styles than you had in the past? Yes. So I basically what I've done so far, and I've just recently realized to this somehow is that I'm really working harder, not smarter. So I need to like (laughs) flip that around probably. And um, I've been doing it for a little over a year now. So I think I've basically discovered the certain styles that everyone tends to gravitate to and that everyone really, really wants to have either as basics or just, you know, ones in their collection that go with so many things. So with this holiday drop that I want to do, and when it comes to like gift giving and things like that, I really just want to focus on those main popular styles um, and making like 10 of them versus one of them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So then, because I always feel bad too, when it sells out really fast and people don't get what they want. So I've noticed which ones go quicker. And so maybe I'll make five or 10 of those instead of just one. Cause I've really, what I've done is I'll focus on a collection, you know, with colors and styles, but I'll make 80 different pairs and they're all different. (laughs) So instead maybe I can make 80 pairs, but with five different styles, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's really smart. Um, The thing that were you concerned about is because they are handmade, even if you say, like you show one picture of a style, it might be a little bit different each pair. Does that, was that any concern for you or? Yeah, absolutely. So when it comes to like marbling and stuff, for sure, there are some artists that'll do, it's almost like a surprise when you get it. Um, right. Like they're all going to be different. I haven't done that yet just because my slabs are so small that it does tend to be like, one or two or three pairs that are look like this and then none of them none will look like that ever again you know what I mean so so you can post them individually instead of yeah that's what I've been doing Mm -hmm. um but with some styles like with like black black is for some reason (laughs) what everyone has been requesting you know black clay is black clay so I can focus on black clay and do all the styles that I want to do with that before I have to clean all my tools and, you know, do the next things. So that's the thing too, is like when it comes to bridal too, it's like, I don't know, it's so much easier just to stick with the same colors um, and just continue to focus on that. And your brain is just in one place working on those certain styles. You know what I mean? It's hard to transition. No, I, I totally know what you mean. And I remember when you first got your first bridal inquiry, um and you didn't really know where to go with it but now it seems like you've kind of made it part of the business a little bit more are those more made to order yeah made to order or are you doing bridal errands on your own uh a little bit of both so with the brides that I've worked with so far which this was never something that I anticipated, you know, when I started, that this would be a thing, but I'm actually loving it because even when I was, oh yeah, go ahead. The boho trend for weddings right now, it goes so well. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Cause when I was a bride a little over four years ago, 
I struggled with jewelry because I'm just not a jewelry person normally, <laughs> like with rings or bracelets or necklaces and like trying to style that with your dress was so hard for me. Like I just picked really simple earrings and that was it. And then I had my wedding ring. So definitely, I don't know, the options are that are out there are, it's just tough. That was like the hardest thing for me as a bride was to find jewelry that went with my dress for some reason. So what I've been doing with brides is if someone reaches out to me um, because they're interested in ordering a pair for their wedding, um, what I like to do is just, you know, get all the information. So what's your wedding style like? What's the vibe? What are the colors? What does your wedding dress look like? What do your bridesmaids dresses look like? you know, what, are you getting married outside? Where's your venue? Like all of that. I just like to get a full feel of everything. And then that way I can just put myself in that place and start creating based on all of that and all that I know. So the photos of the dress helps the most too. And if yeah. you're wanting something simple versus statement style earrings, yeah. And just the overall style and vibe that you're going for. Sometimes we can make like a Pinterest board of of what your vision is. And then we can go off that. And then what I'll do is timelines different for everybody, but what I'll do is um, almost make then a board of earrings. Like I'll make, you know, 10 pairs of earrings based on everything that you've given me. And then from there we can narrow it down to what you like most. And if you want anything tweaked, um, you know, you can give suggestions and be a part of creating that that um custom pair of earrings for you but then also with all those ones that thank you (laughs) with all those ones that you know are rejects I guess from that particular bride I basically can just use those and sell them either not even as wedding or bridal earrings but just earrings some of them can you know go both ways absolutely makes sense (laughs) what are you seeing is like the most popular as far as bridal earrings go is there like one kind of style a color like tassels tassels? yes yeah absolutely the boho style is huge like you said Allie Mm -hmm. so the tassels are in um for sure I feel like I make a lot of tassel earrings earrings. oh yes you do (laughs) I love them so much Oh my gosh. I love tassels. And so, yeah, it actually, it really stemmed from that first bride that I worked with. She had a vision and based on, you know, just working with her, I created this style that has, I feel like blown up and I've made it, recreated it, you know, with different colors or, you know, I've tweaked it just a tiny, tiny bit since working with her, but that style, a lot of brides gravitate towards, but then I've also had several recently that want more simple dainty, styles kind of like an art deco we vibe mm-hmm. um but yeah it all depends on you know it's all it's all custom and individual to that person I think that's such a cool way to add personalization to your wedding um yeah and mm-hmm. then be able to you know like years down the road your earrings could be the thing that they like give to their daughter or you know what I mean to wear on there. That's so day, cool. That type of yes. Thing. I've not thought about that. That's a super cool, cool thought and idea. But that reminds me of like, I did have one bride that came to me and she was like, I love the big boho tassel statement earrings for brides. Like, that's what I want. But I'm nervous that, you know, 
in 10 years looking back or 10 years, 20 years, 50 years, whatever it may be looking back at my wedding pictures, I'm going to be like, Oh no, like, you know what I right. mean? Like that was a style and whatever. They don't think it looks good or that it's not timeless by any means. I don't know. No, it totally <laughs> what makes I mean sense. Is, what I mean is like, she was just nervous about all of her photos having yeah. the earrings be almost like too much or draw too much attention. So what she did was had, she had, um, the big boho tassel earrings as her reception earrings. So cute. So yeah, she had simple classic ones for like photos and the ceremony. And then for the reception, she switched, switched them out. Like some people switch out their shoes or some people have like a completely different dress for their um, reception, but she completely changed her look just by switching out her earrings and having big tassel earrings for her reception. So I thought that was such an awesome idea. I think so too. I I think that's a really good way to, I don't know, be able to be yourself without, like you said, like, so in 2020 season where everything's boho, that's kind of how I was. Like, I wanted to look back at my photos and be like, oh, that could be out of, you know, 2020 or 1999, you know, like something like that. But when we talked to Sophie, the florist, Um, she was like, sometimes it's part of looking at your wedding photos as being like, oh, that was so 2020. Like, I love that. It makes it kind of nostalgic in a way. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's one way to look at it. So you're not afraid of trends that. Right. Yeah. If you want it, do it. I totally agree with that too. Like, Mm -hmm. yes, do whatever you want. What makes you happy regardless Mm -hmm. of trends what wedding trends are you loving right now oh I'm obsessed with the pompous grass (laughs) like that is so 2020 I mean really it really that has never been a thing Mm -mm. before and I think it is so beautiful so boho I love the neutral colors and just the fluffiness of it all like I the texture I, if I got married yes if I got married this year or next year like it would be there would be so much pompous grass <laughs> am I even saying that right yeah you are I think pompous grass is that the oh coffee delivery oh yeah coffee delivery hi Josh um the birthday gift that I was that pompous grass dyed like they can <gasps> dye it different colors right yes I think that yeah was I don't know was. yeah you can get it like pink you, yeah I've seen it dyed before it was like a terracotta color which terracotta is huge right now too oh yeah 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 so no I'm seeing that more and more I feel like the listeners should have a game where every time we mention terracotta <laughs> uh, that is true on this podcast Oh, um, I'm obsessed with terracotta. That so first good. part I worked with, she had like oranges and terracotta. She got married in Mexico, right? And she got married in Mexico. Oh my God. It was so cool. I could post so many photos probably of that wedding because it was just stunning. And she's one of those people that, yeah, took it and ran with it. Like, you know, what's trendy, what's stylish now, color wise, floral wise, you know, she, she wasn't afraid to just go for it and it just turned out absolutely stunning and beautiful and unique yeah the terracotta I'm obsessed with terracotta everything so what kind of styles should people be looking for in this next drop you said a lot of black a lot of your like state or your most popular pieces so the arches 
Yeah, yeah. So the arches for sure. There's like a newer 70s vibe, like square style. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, there's I've made a lot of those um, and not just black, but a lot of just like the white speckled pearl and um, some of the like iridescent oh, yeah. um, fall winter colors. Um, yeah, definitely darker colors. And then terracotta. Yes. <laughs> terracotta. Take a shot. So, Take a shot every um, time. <laughs> a lot of basics. Yeah, you know, I think that's perfect. Then I think it's just good for gift giving too. You don't have to worry about them being so like unique and different and out there because yeah, I think sometimes when you're giving a gift, you're like, oh, I don't know if they'll like this because it's so different. Um, so kind of just staying in that neutral and basic styles and colors so that um, it's easy for gift giving and all of that. So that's true. Yeah. Sorry, Mary. Um, what were you going to say? No, you're good. Um, we were talking, I think the last time I got my lashes done, or maybe the time before, about how I also wanted to work with you to get some custom bridal earrings. Because um, I wanted to wear my grandma's earrings like during the ceremony and stuff. And then kind of like, again, let the hair down, sh- switch up the earrings yes. for the, the reception. And I just had a thought. In theory... Would it work to be able to, like, if a bride wanted to come up with, like, a custom set of earrings for each one of her bridesmaids? Like, in theory, like, could you, like, use, like, that same slab to kind of, like, create a color, but it be consistent throughout all the bridesmaids? Yeah, absolutely. I have had one or two brides mention that, you know, what a great, you know, easy, I I would say, um, bridesmaid gift, you know, to give. And even if it's not something that they wear on the wedding day, but it just goes with your style and theme and colors and everything. It's just a really nice gift. I think that's good too, because sometimes, especially with your style, because sometimes when you get or give bridesmaids earrings, they're nice because you have them for the day of, but they're normally, you know, fancier couldn't really wear these, I don't know, uh, right. crystal-looking earrings with any day outfit, you know, like an everyday outfit, right. um, where yours can kind of transition to that in yeah, the future. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so I absolutely love that idea. You know, all the bridesmaids having different ones. Yeah. Your earrings are, like, so fun because you can totally, like, class them up like wear them to like a formal gathering but you can also wear them literally every day like if you're just going to target and it's so fun because a lot of bridal earrings or bridesmaids earrings are very like crystally or you know fancy and something that like you wouldn't just wear like hanging out at home but I love your earrings for that reason. Yes. Oh, thank you. And yeah, I'm the same way. Like I just, that style is just not really me and it didn't, that's why I struggled so much with my own bridal jewelry. So yeah, I think this just is a whole new thing that'll be around for a long time. Yeah. So let's switch gears. Let's talk about lashes and brows, but first, where can people find Midwest Moons at online? Also, giveaway. We can talk about that. Yes. Yes. Allie, do you want to? Oh, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. We'll post it on the Instagram, but we will be doing a giveaway with the wonderful Morgan at Midwest Moons. 
um, for a <laughs> pair of earrings. So check out the Instagram at Head Table Talk and at Midwest Moons, right? Just Midwest Moons? Yes. Yep. To yep. Um, enter that giveaway. And it's a giveaway you'll want to enter because believe me when I say that if you want a pair of earrings when her site drops, you're going to have to be refreshing until it like right away when it opens in order to get a pair because they go so fast. They do. I feel like, do people like tell you that they like set alarms on their phones I have. Like, when the drops? Because I have. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's definitely a thing, which is so funny. But that was, this is my whole, the whole point of trying to make several of each style too, so that hopefully it doesn't sell so fast and people can get what they want and be happy. And it's not a bad thing to sell out fast right um it means you're doing something right so yeah it's wild the support and the excitement behind all of it is so fun it's what makes it fun and why I am still doing it so um I definitely appreciate that from all of my followers yeah but yes um Instagram is like I feel like the number one place to find me yeah at Midwest Moons um and then there's a link to my website through there as well. Okay. So tell us about MC Brow and Lash. How did that get started? And yeah, just tell us kind of your journey with that. Yes, absolutely. So um, I am a cosmetologist. I graduated from the Aveda Institute, Des Moines in 2014. So it's been six years. Um, and I've done a few different things in the industry. So I started as a hairstylist and then I moved to management. And after I had my son two and a half years ago, you know, that kind of sparked the idea of just really wanting to be my own boss so that I could be flexible and create my own schedule. Um, because I just wanted being a mom to be my number one priority around that time too, lash lifts became like huge. I was obsessed with them, getting, getting them done myself. And I knew that I would love and enjoy doing it. And I also miss, you know, having my own clients. Like I was a manager at a salon previously, loved helping people in the business side and, um, you know, helping stylists grow their own clientele and their businesses and helping the salon with their social media and all of that. Like I really, really enjoyed, but then I kind of missed having my own, my own set of clients and my own, um, to just pour myself into. I felt like I was always giving, giving, giving. And I decided that when I became a mom, I wanted to make myself and my family a priority. Anyway, around that time, like I said, lashes were huge. So it kind of just lined up perfectly that um, I met another lash gal that was looking to do the same thing. So we were going to share our studio space. Um, so that took some of the fear out of starting to mm -hmm. being able to like split your rent and um, share with somebody and go through that with somebody else starting your own business and going off on your own. Um, and then I found, you know, some course certifications for my lash services and brow services. It all just like lined up perfectly. So I was like, I'm just going to go for it. I think when you become a mom, you realize that you're capable of so much more than you give yourself credit for, you know, it's kind of like you just develop this, this passion and this, um, drive to reach your goals. And just, and you're you know. such a good mom on top of everything else that you're doing. <laughs> I seriously, I tell you Aww. your mom goals all the time. Oh, that's so nice. Thank you, Allie. Yeah. <laughs> 
my two-year-old I mean he's I just am obsessed with him he's, he's to so die for cute. so <laughs> oh thanks his little <laughs> Halloween outfit was adorable oh my gosh he was Spider-Man this year um yeah he doesn't even know who Spider-Man is but he gets it I think <laughs> like got the hand motion down for yeah. you know shooting the spider webs and so that was really funny um he's just a blast so yeah, he makes everything better, life better. And it kind of just, yeah, you look at life and how you do everything so different when you become a mom. So you yeah. make me excited for it. Allie, I can it's, see yes. the twinkle in your it, eye. It, light, it lights a fire, I'm telling you. So no, I, know. I am not with child at the moment, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> that could have been misconstrued there. I am not. I mean, your excitement. Hopefully mm-hmm. soon, though, maybe. We will see. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so let me tell you, listeners, an experience at MC Brow and Lash is amazing. Like, yes. Morgan makes it so comfortable. Like, if you want, she'll put, like, this pillow under your legs so you can relax. <laughs> and it's just, oh, it's like... I feel like it's a spa experience because like it's so relaxing and you're so easy to have conversation with too. So like while you're there with like your eyes closed for two hours, like it's just, it's such a good and relaxing experience. And you can go in and not talk and you can go in and talk like whatever you're comfortable with. I think sometimes people are like, I don't know if I want to do that uh, because it could be an uncomfortable situation. But it's truly not with you. You're able to talk to anybody. Mm -hmm. And then you're also able to realize when people are like just needing to relax a little bit. How many people fall asleep? Oh, so many people all the time. We call it we call it a lash nap. (laughs) Um, You know, just, yeah, kick back, relax and enjoy a lash nap. (laughs) Um, So all the time, yes, people can fall asleep or they can bring their own headphones and you know, listen to a book or a podcast or their own music, even if they want to. But usually I try to play, you know, calming, relaxing music. Um, And I'm open to conversation the whole time, or I'm open to just, you know, having you relax and um, have you enjoy your downtime and I'll just do my job and, you know, make your lashes or your brows look great. But that's so kind, Meredith, because that's exactly how I want it to feel. I want it to feel like a spa experience. I want you to be comfortable and relaxed and so relaxed almost that you fall asleep. That's awesome. That's exactly what I'm going for. Um, and I will say too, you know, if you've never had lashes done before, it's kind of a strange experience your first time when you do do it. But, I will walk you through it every step of the way. And then once you know what to expect, then it's like so relaxing. What would you tell people that go in to get it done that feel obligated to have conversation the whole time, but would truly rather be comfortable, more comfortable, just like closing their eyes and relaxing? Like how, not with you, because you and I can talk for forever, but um (laughs) It, with other places that I've been to, I've had that situation where you're like, I'm just not in the mood to chat. Like I came here to mm-hmm. relax, but you kind of feel obligated. To right. Do you don't want to feel rude being like, thank you for performing this service on my body, but I don't want to talk, talk to you. Yeah, right don't talk to me. I know. <laughs> what's, what's the proper kindest way? Or do you feel like people, cosmetologists ever get offended? 
No, no. I think, you know, one way, I guess one way to for sure say that you'd rather not talk is to just bring your own headphones. And even if you're not listening to anything, (laughs) it could almost be your own way of like, just like a teenager on a road trip. Like, like, I don't want to talk mom. So I'm just going to put my headphones (laughs) in, but not listen. That's a very good idea because I think some people don't know how to say it. So that makes it easy to just not have to say it, but say it. What if Passive aggressive. I love it. For for me, it's not, it's not rude at all to right from the get go be like, oh, I'm just so tired. I just want to relax or I've had a crazy day. I just want to relax. Like, I think the phrase that you can use is, oh, I'm so excited to just relax. Like, and that kind of sets the tone um, for you and your service provider. But yeah, I think it definitely depends on the service provider, everyone is different. But for me, I almost never try and encourage a conversation beyond like the first five minutes, unless the client is, you know, pursuing and encouraging that conversation. Like for me, it's like once your, uh, your under eye gel pads are set and we're ready to go, then I just do my thing. And if you spark a conversation and keep it going, then I'm more than happy to, you know, talk and yeah, I could talk all day long, but I could also just relax and do my job all day long too. I mean, I enjoy both. So yeah. So right now, what are all the services that you offer? So it's pretty simple right now. Um, I do the keratin lash lifts, which are probably my number one service and really what I enjoy doing the most. I do eyelash extensions. Brow lamination is the new thing, the new 2020 trend. And then I also just offer a brow design service. Um, which is basically just a wax and a tint, but, um, it is very thorough. So I will draw out an outline for a client so it can approve of, see the shape and approve of the shape before I continue doing anything so that, you know, nothing's ever a surprise, you know, exactly what you're going to get. I'm not making your brows too thin because a lot of times I'll get people too, that have had like traumatizing experiences of people doing (laughs) too much to their brows taking too much or whatever it may be. Um, so I try to, you know, especially if it's your first time, we really like lay it out so that you know exactly what you're getting. So she really just those four things. Brow design for me. And back when you used to do microblading, did that as well. But I kind of have manlier brows to begin with. So it's nice to have somebody that can kind of tame them and make them look presentable. <laughs> <laughs> they are not manly. They manly. are bold and beautiful. And that's what everybody wants. <laughs> well, so you're very bold lucky. and beautiful. They Easy are. Crazy. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Why should a bride get their lashes done or their eyebrows done before a wedding as opposed to just getting like, you know, fake lashes on the day? Also, of? also what timeline would you yeah. suggest for brides? you know, like do a trial or not? Yeah, absolutely. So you have a couple different options on how you could go about it. But I definitely recommend just trying a service out months before your wedding just to see Mm -hmm. what you like. Um, Number one, to make sure that you don't have an allergic reaction to anything, which is super rare when it comes to lash lifts. But um, there are quite a few people out there that are allergic to lash adhesive for the lash extensions. So it would be good to know that far enough in advance, you know, before your wedding so that you don't have to worry and stress about that. 
Um, so to just try it and see how it goes and see what you like. With the lash lift, the keratin lash lift, um, those actually last 12 weeks. So if you've had it done before and you know that you're you know, not allergic to it and that you like that service, then I would recommend doing it probably two to three weeks before your wedding. Um, just because I do feel like that's kind of the sweet spot for when you like your lashes the most in that time frame. And with that too, you know, with the lash lift, you can still wear mascara, you can still wear the lash strips or the fake lashes that would be put on by your makeup artist or whoever. But so even if you're wearing fake lashes on your wedding day, the lash lift can make a huge difference in just opening up your eye. Um, a lot of times our lashes either are straight or even hover, you know, over our eye a tiny, tiny bit because, you know, they're there to protect our eyes. So um, it just really helps to open up your eyes. So even if you're putting the strip lashes and mascara on, um, the lash lift can still make a huge difference if that makes sense. Um, no, it totally makes sense. And I've had both from you and both are incredible, but I did. Mm -hmm. It's so strange. It's not strange. It's so cool to see what your actual lashes could look like mm -hmm. um, after the lash lift. Like sometimes when I see your before and after shots of before the lash lift and after, I'm like, how how is that possible? You know what I mean? Like it doesn't, I know I, it's so it, crazy. It's so fun. And it's really the perfect low maintenance option, you know, compared to lash extensions because lash extensions are so fun, but it is a lot of upkeep. You have to commit to coming in every two to three weeks for fills. So if you don't have that time, um, to keep up with that and take care of the lash extensions, the keratin lash lift is the perfect alternative. Plus, you know, it infuses your lashes with keratin protein. So it's strengthening your natural lashes and promoting growth, preventing breakage. So um, if anything, you know, you're just giving your lashes a nice deep conditioning treatment, giving them a little bit of love. So you do such a good job of with the, the lash extensions of making it look natural I feel mm -hmm. like with a lot of like sometimes when people just put like fake lashes on like on their wedding day or for engagement photos it just looks like a weird like fan on their eye like it it's just too much but with the lash extensions like they do look so natural and they don't make your eyes look heavy or like burdened and that's the other thing too is I feel like when you put fake lashes on you have that big strip there so you end up having to put like eyeliner on so then again your eyes might look a little bit darker but with the natural lash extensions like it's just so it's just it looks natural and it looks yeah I don't know yeah <laughs> and it feels you. natural too mm -hmm. where yeah. it doesn't feel uncomfortable or heavy for for anybody I don't think right at least so when I think, you go through you <laughs> yeah I think what I'm trying to get at here is I had fake lashes put on when we did when Josh proposed because I knew he was proposing. I got my hair and makeup <laughs> on. And I like I never wear any eye makeup. Like I never wear any eyeliner, like at most mascara. And I just felt like my eyes look so dark because they were so heavy. And then going to you for my lashes extensions, like it was a world of a difference. And I think it's important to say it's not going to change how you look it's only going to enhance 
yeah. how you look. Like it doesn't make you not look like yourself. If does that make sense? Cause sometimes when I feel like I get makeup done by somebody else, I'm like, whoa, this doesn't look like me. And I don't get that feeling ever with you. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely, I know what both of you mean. Absolutely. That is actually a huge reason, Meredith, why I wanted to start doing lash extensions was because it's an awesome thing. Like it's so fun to enhance your natural beauty. But a lot of times what you see out there is just obnoxiously long or heavy lash extensions Mm -hmm. that I don't know, look ridiculous. And um, it doesn't have to be that way. We can make them look natural and pretty and not too heavy and not too dark with, you know, lash extensions. So that's definitely my vibe. And that's where it's like, yeah, it's nice to social media is awesome to show pictures and show your work because I want to attract that type of clientele for me too. Like that's my style and that's, you know, the type of lashes that I want to do. But if you want something more like crazy dramatic, and if that's you, that's totally fine. But there's going to be other lash artists in the area that could do that for you. But that's just not really me or what I what I do, what I offer. Yeah. So, And from my experience as being a bride and going through you for my lashes is you don't do crazy dramatic, obviously, but you're able to do a little bit more for weddings because I didn't want to wear a strip lash, um, but I didn't want my every day to look super dramatic either so it was I was able to get them done right before the wedding and have them be a little bit more full or fanned out um than I normally do and then you know three weeks later we were able to go back to my everyday look so it's very versatile um yeah yeah absolutely for sure and I think I was the same way as you guys. Like I was nervous about the strip lashes. I didn't like the look of the dark line mm-hmm. <laughs> on your eyelids and stuff, but, but yes, for photos and things like that. And you guys know this as photographers, like even as a bride, you might feel like you look like you're wearing a ton of makeup or that your eyes are too dark or too dramatic, but for photos, it looks so beautiful So yeah, with the extensions for sure, like, especially with you, Allie, you know, we went a little bit, we did a little bit more volume, a little bit longer and fuller on the outer corners of your Mm -hmm. eye, um, just because it is a special occasion and you want to feel your most beautiful at that time. So I love that. Um, where can they find these crazy before and after shots because I feel like once you see them you're going to book with her it's insane (laughs) oh you're so nice okay so again I feel like Instagram is the number one place that I get all of my business but it's also linked to Facebook too um but it's at MC Brow Lash Studio so or you can just search MC Brow and Lash Studio you'll find me um and there is a booking link through my Instagram as well. So you can see all the photos on my Instagram, but then when you click the book button, you'll see a list of all my services, all of the prices, information that you need to know about them. Um, But you can always message me on there and ask any questions that you might have. I can't wait. I know I'm going to come to you again when we do like (laughs) our boudoir session and stuff. Going to get the whole works. Oh, fun. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Boudoir. (laughs) If you're ever doing boudoir too, that's a great time. Oh, yeah. To do lashes. 
oh for sure yeah yeah you definitely want to be a yeah a little bit more dramatic maybe and yeah yeah for a boudoir shoot absolutely absolutely and this is actually like I don't know I think I might do it like well we're doing a boudoir marathon in January but um okay I think I also want to do another one (laughs) she wants me she wants to take photos of me and I am very yes. about it so yeah, we'll see about that oh just but, um, do it you know the great. pictures when I try to look sexy and they <laughs> are ridiculous no, it'll be good but it's um, gonna be like a sexy pose of my face is like <laughs> <laughs> um also this is like perfect timing because it I officially have been 10 weeks on my lash serum that I got from you <sighs> And I don't know if I was telling Allie or somebody else. Yeah, you told me. But I had this one super long lash that, like, I thought it was, like, just, like, a hang-on from, like, the last time I got my extensions. But it was, like, my real lash. It was so long. Oh, my God. That is awesome. And I could definitely tell a difference. I actually, like, need need to to get get some more from you. Good for you for sticking to that because I know like that's so tough for some reason to put on a lash serum every night is like so much work even though it takes a second but well I always like I put my face lotion on and then I do my lash serum and then I take my nightly vitamins so it's like I have the routine. That's perfect. (laughs) (laughs) That's Um, awesome that's so good to know. So Morgan you know we can probably start wrapping things up. We've been chatting, taking up your time. Um, but as you know, we toast at the end of each podcast. So we're putting you on the spot, but you can think about it while we do ours. Um, I am going to toast to Crock-Pot liners, not the actual Crock-Pot. I would like to toast to that as well. But today I'm toasting to Crock-Pot liners. Whoever invented them, I could kiss you. I hate doing the dishes, especially when you have something sitting and simmering in a Crock-Pot for hours. My guess is it's probably going to stick to the bottom and your husband is going to say, I need to let this soak, um, which is a lie. And (laughs) it will sit in your sink until two days later when you realize okay, you were letting it soak meant you weren't going to wash it. So <laughs> I really appreciate Crock-Pot liners. Love it. <laughs> that is perfect. <laughs> Those are actually so awesome. So amazing. Especially for right before Thanksgiving too. Though. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm making white chicken chili in the Crock-Pot right now. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I am going to toast. <laughs> this is going to sound awful. I'm going to toast to myself because I made a damn turkey. Yeah, you did. I did it. My first time ever. It was a very creepy experience. (laughs) I might never eat turkey again. Um, This recipe that I had required me to lift the skin off of the turkey and shove butter underneath of it. And it was really creepy. I took a picture if we want to post it. It was really weird. I can't hardly (laughs) cook chicken. So I know it was. Yeah, yeah, but I did it and it tasted really good. Wonderful. I was right. nervous, but I did it. Gosh. Yeah, I would never. Nope. You couldn't <laughs> get me to do that. <laughs> um right, well, cheers. I'm cheersing my coffee. Virtual cheers <laughs> to you guys for starting an amazing 
entertaining mm. podcast. You guys are just true boss ladies. I so Angel. look up to you. Love you guys. The feeling is mutual. Well, thank you. Oh, yes, so we nice. love you. Here, let's so all nice cheers. In Let my me alley take a, a screenshot. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Um, follow us at Head Table Talk. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe, pretty please. Um, maybe we can start featuring some good reviews, reviews? or funniest yeah, reviews. I was thinking about that. Um, and again, send us your questions if you ha- need advice on anything wedding related or not. Um, but yeah, we will see you yeah. next week. My don't forget to growled. enter. <laughs> don't forget to enter the giveaway too for the gorgeous pair of earrings. And yes, we will be back next week. So we can't wait for you to join us at the head table again. Bye. Love you. Morgan loves my pet voice. Oh my god, it's the best. <laughs> when you talk to your cats. Yes. Nice boy. Oh, nice boy. <laughs>